When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Well, we have lots to talk about today, Pash. Um, We're digging out in the Northeast. We're getting ready for Friday into the weekend. And we're now down to the divisional playoffs. In the <laughs> yeah, it was a cold game for my Patriots, who unfortunately were not, you know, when push came to shove, they weren't able to do it. I said, that's what 20 years of losing to Bill Belichick does to a team. Yeah. And it is what it is. Listen, we took a rookie to the playoffs, which is an accomplishment alone. And I just think it, it sets... It sets up a good future for us. We've got to do a whole revamp on the defense there. A lot of them are too old and too slow, but that, that's a whole another discussion. But you have a tough game this weekend against. We do. We do. You, want you want to do some playoff predictions today? Do you want to sure. All right, let's do that. Sure. Then we're going to get in. I think we have, a, I, I mean, the potential is there for an East Coast snowstorm. And um, I think it's more likely to occur than not. I'll explain why. But let's talk about the NFC here really quickly. I'm going to go with my Packers over the 49ers uh, only because I think the 49ers are spent. They've had two tough games. Nick Bosa's in concussion protocol right now. I think they got banged up a little bit. My Packers are fresh. They're getting someone back. And mark this down, Pash. You ready? The Rams, the Buccaneers will not win. I was thinking the same thing. You I saw was, that game I against said, the yeah. Eagles. You saw the game against the Eagles. That score was lopsided because the Eagles, for a lack of a better word, played stupid with their yeah. stupid penalties, their <laughs> stupid play calling. But you could see that game could have been closer. So that's my NFC, and we don't have to go any farther for now. NFC championship yeah. game. Go ahead. It's your call, NFC. I also kind of lean with the Packers. I think there's a scenario in which the 49ers could win, but I could even see a game where maybe they're winning the whole time and at the end Green Bay pulls it out. I think it'll be that's not the case, or I'm gonna have a heart attack. (laughs) Go ahead. Yeah, I think it'll be close, but I agree with you there. I think that it's gonna be the Packers and it's gonna be Tampa Bay again, and hopefully Aaron Rodgers is in a choke this time. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he could have eaten this harder. Yeah, the AFC is hard. I'm going upsets all around. You think the Bengals are going to do it? And I'm going the Bengals. I am. I think the the Titans. I think the Titans are going to win, and I I think that Kansas City is going to win. I'm gonna I'm gonna go opposites here from from you, Um, and then come to it. Dare I say the Titans make it? I don't know. They're getting Derrick Henry supposed to be coming back at yeah. some point. But you know, the problem is he's been off now for seven weeks and to believe that he comes I back. I don't care. It's yeah. Derrick Henry. Well, we'll see. All right. We're digging out in the Northeast. The cold is in. And now we get ready for the potential for another snowstorm. This one would be riding up the coast, um, not 
west of 95. This would be east of I-95. Um, it begins actually on Friday as we have a trough coming toward the east. There's going to be a little wave on that front uh, on that uh, on that front that's coming Wednesday night into Thursday. I don't think it's a big deal right now. Could be some rain ending as wet snow, like in Washington, D.C., Philly. But Quick intro, could, so maybe. Yeah, could be. Could be, or it's just nothing. You know, the yeah. front comes through and it dries out. But then what happens is, and this is, again, my antennas go up. There's an Arctic injection coming into the Northeast. Friday morning, what do I see? I see a 1040 high across New England. So the, you immediately look to the south. What do we have going on? We have a stalled boundary across the southeast. Boundaries are locations where storms form. And now I see that trough splitting into two with the northern piece going across New England. That's what delivers the Arctic air. And then you have the southern piece. Now, the key is, as that trough splits, how strong does that southern piece of the trough become? If it's weak and it just moves along, you're going to have a flat wave going across the southeast. There will still be some snow and ice. I want to stress that. Uh, across the upstate of South Carolina, in the North Carolina, there's good. There could be some problems with that Friday night and Saturday. But if that trough deepens a little bit, like it is at least, I think it's a possibility. It, it deepens a little bit. It uh, it then becomes a little negatively tilted. Then all of a sudden, instead of that flat wave going offshore, you have a system that forms along that boundary in the southeast, and it comes up the east coast with an Arctic air mass in place. This is how the I-95 gets a significant snowstorm. And, you know, it would be the entire 95. I mean, mm-hmm. I can see the snow all the way down in the Raleigh. I certainly think yeah. there, there could be several inches of snow in the upstate of South Carolina, the mountains of West Virginia. I mean, Virginia, Charlotte can get snow and ice again, Raleigh, snow and ice. And then from Richmond toward Eastern Maine, you have a large area with over a half a foot of snow. Yeah. And this one, it looks to be a little bit different here in, in the upper levels from mm-hmm. what we had with the last one. It almost looks like a parent secondary type scenario where there's a parent low that kind of sits over the U.S. And then once that kind of gets out to sea or off the coast, there's a secondary low that develops. And in that kind of scenario, someone's going to get their totals chopped here with that when that transfer happens, but it looks like it's more Southeast kind of over the Carolinas somewhere where that does happen. We'll see. I'm worried because that upper low, I think if that upper low goes, goes where I think it does, this could be a huge problem. I mean, this is a, this is, this, this is so different than the last one, but let's see what happens. But this looks to me, like this is a now listen along the coast you're going to have mixing problems and even i95 depending on where this goes you always have to worry about mixing along i95 i just think though once you get from dc on north you're in the, the cold storm. air will be there yeah, yeah the cold air is there and then the storm deepens as it goes up the coast and then it really becomes a big snowstorm in eastern new england so the timing on that is friday saturday now if, if you told me to pick one solution right now, I'm going with the snowstorm because I just, I just have this feeling with this high pressure in control, this Arctic air in, in, in there that, that, that I've seen this before. When you get the high, you get the storm in most instances, not all. But I, I, I do think 
that that that's going to be the next threat, you know, Friday night and Saturday, and you've got to worry about the Carolinas all the way in East and New England. Could this be a flat wave and it misses the mid Atlantic? Yeah. Yeah. That's on the table as well, but I have a feeling this is happening. Um, and yeah. I, and at the very least, the very least, even if it's a flat wave, the Carolinas are in line for some more snow and ice and, and in the North Georgia as well. And Atlanta, you have to be careful with this storm as well. Yeah, it does look like there's also kind of like a blocking high over Nova Scotia, kind of eastern Canada, eastern Atlantic Canada, I should say. And that kind of helps to keep it closer to the coast. But yeah. that'll be key down the line if that high is not there or if the high is weakening or if it's pulling away as things not hugging the coast. Yeah. So we'll 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 see how this works out. But I think I think the the American model, which is, you know, one of the models we look at, it is out to sea. The Canadians up of uh, the the GFS, I mean the 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 American models out to sea, the European is up the coast, and the Canadian model is in between scenarios. I, I still think that this trough splits, and I think there is a storm. The question is, is how much does that energy strengthen as the trough splits? So that's going to be the tough call. And by the way, beyond this storm, you know, we're going to continue to see what I call this, this, this split flow where you have northern branch energy delivering cold air, southern branch energy trying to come out ahead of the trough. And at some point, we're going to get a different setup. Instead of the trough splitting the northern branch, and maybe there's a combination of both, you've got a digging trough coming into the Midwest, and you have energy rounding the bend out ahead of the trough in the southern branch, and a wave forms along this, and then you get another storm threat that where you have the cold air coming into the back side of the storm, not on the front side, but you have enough cold air in the head of the storm that you have another setup for another snowstorm somewhere along the East Coast middle part of next week. At some point next week, there's another threat looming. I think it's some point late Tuesday and the Wednesday looking at it. But I think that this pattern, at least at least in the middle part of next week, and it may extend even into next weekend, is loaded for opportunity. Not that everything hits, but the possibility is there for another storm next week. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. And the cold, I mean, it's so different from where we were in December. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I made a joke that December didn't get the memo that, you know, it was winter, but January is absolutely getting the memo because it's just cold shot after cold shot after cold. And every time you get a cold, and every time you get a cold shot, you've got an opportunity for snow on the front side of the cold shot. And then on the back side, that's the way it works. Now, not all of them are going to hit. None of them may hit. I mean, this could be a flat wave too, but the opportunity is there. And if this hits this weekend, that is, if, if you get that energy to strengthen, to get the trough to split and the energy to strengthen, you're going to have an East Coast snowstorm. And it would be the entire I-95 corridor. The coast, you still have to worry about mixing Maybe it ends in snow, but th- this would be a, a a pretty big storm that would rival the storm we just had, except it's farther east. Yeah, and at the same time, 
we talked about how earlier in the season with all the warmth that we had in December, the West Coast was seeing active weather and they were seeing chilly temperatures and it was kind of the complete opposite. Now we've flipped the flipped the screw. Yeah. And now on the wet in the West Coast, um, all the way up into the Northwest, I was just looking at it and the ridging pattern. I mean, wow, it looks impressive going into next week. Well, I think you, you or Melissa made the point, as long as the West Coast is stormy, the East Coast is going to be, be hard pressed to get a lot of snow. Well, that now you're exactly right. Now you've got the ridging along the West Coast, which that allows all the troughs to continue to come down to bring the cold air. So now the you know for the the pattern was loaded for storms in the West, December into the first part of January. Now it's loaded into the East, and all it takes is one, and you've got a big snowstorm, and the potential's there Friday and the Saturday, no doubt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was just looking at some of the chill that comes in here late next week and yeah, yikes. It, it's cold. It is just a, a wave and wave of wave after cold air, after cold air, after cold air. It does look like it might relax a little bit. Um, once, and, and I hope not because I'm hoping green Bay wins and then, the NFC championship game mm. was, you know, would be the following. And I want it cold. I want it cold in green Bay. And I'm afraid by that following weekend, the yeah, cold, the pattern's going to be flipping a little bit. So we'll see if that's right. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping for a calmer weather there also as we head into February. I, with all these storms, I have a little trip planned back to visit my family Super Bowl weekend and I'm hoping for calmer weather for the drive. So to review, real quick football, AFC championship chip game, Pash has Kansas City and the Titans, correct? Correct. I have uh, I have Green Bay and Los Angeles. Not Tampa well, I agree Bay. with you on that one. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Tampa Bay is going to win. I, I, I think they're, uh, they're also, their linemen, their couple of their linemen went down. I think they're hurting. It's so hard to go back. It is so hard to go back to the Super Bowl. Kansas City did it. You know, I, I think I think Buffalo, Buffalo's been my team all year. I've been talking about AFC, but then they lost to Jacksonville. So then I shut up. Um, but <laughs> I think that, you know, let's see if that works. All right. Uh, if you have any questions, you can um, um, you can follow Pash and I on Twitter. What, what's your what's your Twitter code again, Pash? Jessica Pash WX. And mine's just at AccuRaino, A-C-C-U-Raino. I'll be doing a Twitter Live again today, either on my site or AccuWeather.com. We'll see. We'll post this on my Twitter account. And uh, let's get ready. Patterns loaded. Let's see if the storm hits. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at AccuRaino. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.